I, I'm not just somebody who 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 did a few some DMT and some ayahuasca once or twice, <laughs> and I'd have executives that were trying to hack things and you know mushrooms, everything and everything that was done, we would do it in other countries where it's legal and things like that. We're talking many, many retreats. We're not just many retreats, many, many people in the jungles. The, the idea of right or wrong um, started to become fluid. A lot of it was about worshiping the creation versus the creator. There was like a hole in my heart after numerous numerous ceremonies, numerous things. And, and, and by the way, I want to add in making money and speaking with thousands of people, like all that. There was still a hole in my heart. The only... The only thing that could fill it was Christ. Coming to you from Las Vegas, Nevada, it is Jeffrey Slater. (laughs) (laughs) Welcome to the podcast. My name is Toby Zappier and I'm your host. And I'm your host, Susan Zapier. And this is What God Has Done. Where miracles unleash faith. Welcome to the podcast. My name is Toby Zapier and I'm your host and I'm gathered here by my beautiful wife, Susan. Hello. We have an amazing guest on today's podcast. Guys, I don't even know where to start with this guy, but we're going to be diving into a story of a, of a man who is a mighty man of God. He is globally recognized as a speaker and a best-selling author. This gentleman's career is marked by his impactful speeches and writing. He has shared the stage, are you ready? With notable figures like Sir Richard <laughs> Branson, Ooh. Tim Ferriss, Ooh. and Tony Robbins. He is a transformational leadership coach. He's influenced over 1 million people in his 15-year career. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, people all around the world, coming to you from Las Vegas, Nevada, it is Jeffrey Slater. Man, man, we are so excited to see you. I wish I could just touch you, man, where you are and just give you a big cuddle, oh. you know? <laughs> I just want to add some sound effects. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's so good. That's so good. good to see you guys. Well, welcome, welcome to the show. Um, we're, we're blessed, man, to have you on. Gosh. So blessed. Um, we're like pumped for this and see what God's going to do, what God's going to speak, you know? But um, what what's been what's been happening in your world, Jeff? Well, the, what's been happening has been dis- discerning between what I want to do and what God wants to do through me, mm. and and that's been a a, a constant uh, work in progress. And so that's that's where my attention is going. And so I'm here because this is where I'm supposed to be. That's so good. We love that. We love that. Um, Susan, what do you think we should start off with? Because I'm I'm like, I'm going to be honest, man. Like, this is our first, like, 
massive guest and I'm a bit yes. nervous. <laughs> I'm a bit nervous. Like I'm not going to lie, nervous? you know. Never. And I don't I just I don't know where to start. Gosh, you've given you're giving me the butterflies, Jeff, you know. <laughs> uh, you know, you know they they say this this uh there's butterfly moments, you know, in life, mm-hmm. like coming to Christ is a butterfly moment. Doing anything scary is a butterfly moment. And uh, it's the things that make you, that give you butterflies in your stomach that are worth doing, you know. When I met my wife, it's butterfly moments. And so I think life is about seeking out butterfly moments. And so I'm here. Let's all, let's all go towards some butterflies. That's, I love that. <laughs> so life cool. is about seeking out butterfly moments. Because mm. isn't that true? Our whole Christian walk, we have these butterfly moments with Jesus. Yeah, we do. We do. Yeah, and it's constant. Yeah, there's always a butterfly moment. on no, it that like a leap. Of, I mean, this sounds cheesy, but leap of faith. Yeah, yeah. you know, this is how it is, and it's yeah. So I'm. Um, it's all about, and I think the the listeners here, you know, this is about finding the butterflies and and going towards them versus running away from them. Mm-hmm. That's right. Amen. So just to give some people some background um, on how we met, Jeff. Um, and so we met Jeff on, we, we actually, we're life coaches. And so we did a course with, um, this legend called Joel Brown and Nash Mackey, two legends, actually. Great guys. Great Great guys. guys. And, um, and Jeff was, was part of the program Mm. and, um, and he, he invited us to participate in some coaching and, it was either with him or his wife, which is uh, Kate Gray, and um, we we took up the opportunity. Well, mm, one of the things that that is, I'm so grateful to be able to support is I love seeing people with a message like yourselves. Who you guys? I mean, your studio is incredible. What you guys have put together is incredible, and the impact you're already making on social media and the people around you is an, an incredible impact. And so, to be able to amplify people like yourselves is is what i'm here for and and i'm just grateful that there's people like you guys um sh- doing his work and we can dive into what his you know what we all have a different definition of what his work is and we mm. can dive into that here mm. and we're, we're also so humbled that god has sent you into our lives jeff and your beautiful wife as well because you've really mentored us and i believe that this is a divine appointment that the lord has brought us together and i think that's why it's more exciting for us to interview you because the Lord has really brought us together to do this work, to do his work. Yeah. Yeah. Amen. Amen. No, I, I, well, I, I believe that. I, I agree. And, and, and that's how he seems to be. He's, he's, he works. He just brings people together that are supposed to be there. We're all doing the best we can. And he just keeps lining, lining people up. Mm. Um, this is so awesome. But um, I just want to, I want to kind of get, get into this. So you were, in the new age space um, for a while. Yeah. And you encountered Jesus. And I'll, I'll context new age. Uh, so is new age. What I mean by that is uh, I, I definitely was repelled by, uh, by Christianity mm. and anything other than Christianity, right. Would be, you know, like new age self-development and self, there is a point of self-development. Right. But what I mean by that is, is, not Christian. And, and so, and, and so, and I, I can't believe I'm, you know, I'm here sharing this with you is, is there was a time when I thought that I had all the answers and I thought others within themselves had all the answers. Mm. And there was a time when I thought that 
that there was our higher self had everything we needed. Mm-hmm. And so many presuppositions. And after speaking all over the world and everything else, I, I started to see the fruits. I started to see different fruits of of that way of thinking. And I came to the conclusion after, and there's a you know we can talk more about it, but that that uh, the biggest skepticism I had towards Christianity, um, I was wrong. And I was skeptical, but my skepticism towards Christianity and religion, and now religion uh, has its reasons to be skeptical, but I, I want to separate religion from the legalistic religion from actually being in Christ. But I actually discovered that that the that I had so much skepticism, I threw the baby out with the bathwater. And what I mean by that specifically is is that all I threw, I threw out Christ with religion. Because I didn't want any part of religion because it was controlling. It was this, and mm. it, it is. It can be the legalistic version of it, and then there's being in Christ. And I just, you know, I just wanted the truth. And I've, my whole life, I've just been a truth seeker. Just show me the truth. I mean, and there's so many versions. I would study the Bhagavad Gita. I study, uh, study meditation for years. I tried the whole vegan diet and everything, and you know. And then I tried the. I'm going to try isolation. Then I tried lots of. Uh, plant medicines, and I would do uh, whatever I could do, and I would train it and everything else. Train, train, train more and learn more, and it just was empty mm-hmm. uh, until I found Christ. And uh, yet, if I heard myself say this, you know, many, many years ago, I say that guy is being duped. But what I realized within myself was that I realized was that. I was so busy being skeptical that I wasn't be able to be skeptical about that skepticism for even a moment. Mm. And when I finally realized, you know, there's a story of um, the Knights of the Round Table. And there was a bunch of men around the round table and, and they said, okay, the only way you're going to find the Holy Grail is if you enter the forest where it's darkest. And so for me, the Bible was a door I never wanted to go down. Mm. For me, those scriptures were, you know, they at the time they were they were manipulated heavily. They was there was there was control systems into them, into it. And this was like the last place I'm ever gonna go into the forest where it's darkest for me is the scriptures in the Bible. So I'll do everything else but that. I'll do all kinds of, you know, inner in quote inner work. I'll go to seminars, I'll do this self-help, this, that, this, and all that, but I will never Go to the Bible, and so one day I decided, one day I said, okay, well, if I'm so courageous, if I'm so willing to to be afraid and do it anyway, what am I most afraid of? I'm afraid of opening that Bible. Mm-hmm. I'm afraid of looking into it and seeing if it's if it's real. And so I decided to do it. I decided to put it through a test, and I said, I, it has to be real. If if it's real, it's going to stand up. Mm. And and so then I then I watched this. It was great. It was called the Case for Christ. Oh. It's basically this guy that this, yeah, this I love man, that movie. Lee, what's his name? Lee. Yeah, it's so good, right? Mm. And it's this man who was convi- convinced it was uh, that it was a it was a lie, and he was going to prove to the world it was a lie. And I watched. It. I was like, you know, that's what I would do. I would I wouldn't you know publicly go to the world and do that. But what I would do is I would have put it through the same rigor. Maybe not as good as him, but he really put it through a test. He's like, "Is this real? Did he really die on the cross? Did he really die again?" And he met with a, with different people and did lots of research, and then and all of it started to stack up. It was real. I was like, "Okay, okay, that was enough for me to do some more research." 
And then, and then I said, and then what happened was the world shut down. And what I mean by that is they started locking everyone in their homes in isolation. You couldn't travel more than, you know, 2.5 miles or five kilometers, whatever it is. And, and then they were, then, then I realized I, there were certain things that were, they said they could do to human beings that I was like, oh, I don't know if like, I want any part of that. But then I realized, oh, yeah, man, I don't have any rights as a human, as a, uh, what are my rights? And this is actually when I ordered the Bible. Mm. You know, I knew I was like, if I'm so courageous, I'm going to go, I'm going to enter the forest where it's darkest. So great. So the scariest part for me is going, is looking at the Bible. Is it real? Is it not? And actually going, is, did, is, is Jesus real? Did he rise from the cross? Uh, and, and, and the answer was yes. And I said, now I'm going to go, now I'm going to go prove it. And I didn't order one until this happened, until I realized all my rights were being taken away mm. by things that wanted to, you know, like, what do you mean I can't travel more than five miles? What do you mean I have to do this? What, what, this, <laughs> this makes no sense. I was like, this is ridiculous. And so I said, well, I better learn my rights. Who am I as a man? Yep. Brother, if you live, did, where, did, where were you living at that time? Oh, I was in Australia. Oh, you were in Australia. Oh, you were in Australia. I was going to say, yes, Australia <laughs> was Australia has a, quite rough. <laughs> I was going to say, I was going to say, yeah. Were you in Melbourne or where were you at this time? No, uh, you, Melbourne, you guys have copped it over that's there. That's what I'm saying, man. Uh, I was in Queensland. Okay. Yeah, that, that was, I think that's kind of like the laid back COVID, man. Yeah. <laughs> I think Victoria did a year in total of oh, lockdown. Victoria just, oh, I was, they shut everything I, and anything down. It, they were so hard on you guys. And, you know, it was ridiculous. And, and, and they were, and in Queensland, they were 50% as hard, you know, and then you have your incredible leader of Melbourne. That guy's a shining star, an example of, of, of leadership. You know, he did a great job. I'm as a joke in there. My point is, is it, is that is, is in Queensland, I could still see it. I was like, this makes no sense. Yeah. Right? Nothing made sense. Mm. So I said, I started out, I started ripping into my rights as a as a, you know, as a as a man and 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 what are my rights against all the this tyranny so then i i, I my friend says you know you know where the remedy is and he says it's in the bible i said look i get it yeah 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 whatever he's like no 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 it's in the bible he goes the courts there's a bible in every court mm. it's true and he and he goes and so he said you got to learn the scriptures and how they pertain to statutes. Wow. I was like, what? Mm. And I said, Oh, so then I said, okay. So I ordered, I ordered a King James Bible and it arrived at the house and I had, it was, (laughs) and, and my wife, you know, she knew it back to front and that's her story to tell, but it was literally, she knew it back to front. I didn't, it had, it didn't even have, Page, it was the weirdest thing. It had all these weird pages. Was she happy was to see the Bible arrive? Actually, she was okay because what was happening in the background, Susan, was we were kind of quietly becoming Christian without knowing about it. <laughs> like, I was going through this experience. She was going, and it all happened at the same, around the same, like the same week. Okay? Amazing. And it kind of went down. It was, yeah, he was, he was, God was good in that. And, uh, and, and then she, and I was like, what, what is, I asked her, what does this mean? Define, define, uh, define the rights, show the rights, who we are, this. And then I started ripping through it and I started reading it. And I said, like, oh, this is amazing. I said, and having been in self-help, you know, the self-help world, I said, wait a minute. I think this is a really good self-help book. 
And then I then I found a guy named um, JL uh, JL Stewart uh, who wrote the good. I think it's JL Stewart. Yeah, um, he wrote the good book, and he's worth two point two billion dollars. And he he built his principles on a company. He built his company print his company on principles of the Bible. Well, and then and then Jordan Ma- uh, John uh, John Maxwell, <laughs> very yeah, smart man, John Maxwell. You know, he started as a he, he's someone I respected in leadership, and he had this, and he told a story about about uh, about how he was teaching leadership principles, and I said, "Where'd you learn all the principles?" He goes, "You don't want to know." No, no, no. We really want to. Know. We really want to know where you learn the principles from. He goes, "No, no, no. I've been corporate," and he said, "Oh, the Bible." So good. And then I start, I put two into together. I said, this guy's worth $2.2 billion as a company. This other guy's spoken all over the world and has made a massive impact. And I said, and my friend up the street, who's Christian, is was, uh, is wonderful. He knows that I've taken people to the jungles and done all kinds of, you know, uh, psychedelic experiences with executives. He knows I've spoken all over the world. And he doesn't, ju- and he, he's not judgmental. He just listens to my crazy stories. He, and he says, He's in Christ. I'll, I'll explain that distinction. I'm he's just a kind guy. He's got a good family. And I was, and he's like, wait a minute. I'm like, John Maxwell, this guy, this guy, this, the, the Bible itself. Plus it's, it's plus it's real. And my friend up the street's really a kind person. And then there's other guy who's in my life who's really incredible. His name's Ed. Wonderful man. And I'm like, wait a minute. Maybe there's something here. <laughs> yeah. But I had a lot of questions. Mm. And I'll talk about that in a minute. But that's what happened. Well, that's the short version. That's so awesome. That's amazing. I I like how you, at the beginning, you said that you were a bit reluctant and repelled by religion, but what you you are describing now is not religion. It's actually the love of Jesus through people's lives that you experienced. And it got you to question, well, actually, maybe Christianity is real. Maybe the Bible is the real book that, you know, society companies are basing their business on because it works. And, and I had to, to face my arrogance and my already knowing one of the things I, I realized, one of my biggest, one of my biggest blind spots is the areas I'm certain about. And if I'm certain that it's, it's a fraud, then, then that certainty could be blinding. Mm-hmm. And so I, I confronted it and I said, well, maybe it's not. I dug into it. And uh, and it led me to to a lot of evidence, tangible evidence to its to its reality. And then the fruits, I just started seeing miracle after miracle in my life. Uh, I remember I was in I, I had a meditation room. I lived on twenty acres. It was beautiful, and I had this room that overlooked uh, the, the 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 forest and the trees. And it was a meditation room, and I was. And I was, this is when I was coming to, I was like, if you're real, show me. So I went to meditation room and at the time, you know, there's, there's all kinds of energy work and this and that and whatever. And that's all useful till it's not. And so I was sitting there and I was like, okay, Jesus. I was like, I only want to connect with you. I know there's religion, which is basically religion can be, religion can be pretty messy. Yeah, it can. Like it, it can just... So many people have been hurt by religion. Yeah, absolutely. And and they and they throw out Christ with it, and it's such a shame. And I, I did too. Yeah. So I started to comprehend the difference between religion and being in Christ. And I said, "Look, let's just skip the religion. I just want to be in Christ here. Mm. So God, just me and you. 
me and Jesus specifically, specifically I, not I wanna, God, Jesus, which is God, but go ahead. I want to touch on something that you said. You see, people have misrepresented Christ, you know, and um, on behalf of, of, of Christ, Christians, you know, I want to apologize to people who may have a misinterpretation of Jesus, you know, but ultimately it's just like, for example, someone going to the gym and there's an instructor who's overweight and he says, hey, you should come to the gym. You're going to be so good. You're going to be fit. It works for you. And the guy's like, mate, how am I going to be fit when you're not even the example of being fit? Ah, gyms don't work. They're rubbish, you know? And so Mm -hmm. you turn away from the gym. That's not my experience, by the way, just saying, (laughs) right? But, um, but, um, you know, that's like someone saying, yeah, gyms don't work. But no, gyms do work. Just because someone is a, is a fitness instructor and he's not modeling, you know, the ripped or fit or buff or, you know, um, fit guy, doesn't mean that the gyms don't work. doesn't mean that these classes don't work. You know what I mean? Just because someone's modeled it wrong. It's just, and that, and that, unfortunately, that's what happens with Christianity, you know? Someone has said something rude and said, oh, aren't you supposed to be a Christian? Someone's had a fence, you know, and modeled Jesus wrong or- Someone, I don't know, greed of money sometimes has got the better of a Christian, you know, and, and they've ripped I, off I agree. they've ripped off someone and, and it's really important. And I'm talking to the Christians out there, guys. This is a harsh word for you guys, but it's coming out of love. And we we are the Bible says that we are ambassadors of Christ. And, you know, I've made mistakes. We've all we all have, but ultimately we need to be we need to be Christ conscious. And when I say Christ conscious, I'm so, I'm saying we have to be Christ conscious as in, hey, I'm modeling Christ here. I'm an ambassador here of Christ. You know, how am I going to speak to this person? How am I going to portray myself? You know, how am I going to do an act of love or kindness here to where the world would say this is undeserving or it's not merited? You know, how am I going to be different? Because I'm seated, the Bible tells me I'm seated in heavenly places. So I need to have a heavenly perspective on things. Mm, I need good. to have a mindset that's different, you know? And I just think as Christians, man, we need to stand up. We need to get up and we need to start modeling Christ correctly, you know? And that goes for me as well. There's times where I slip, you know? There's times where I get frustrated in the line. It takes too long, you know? And yeah, absolutely, man. We need we, we need to we need to stand up and model Christ better. Model Christ you know, we're, we're holy. We're set apart. Model him. We have we have the Holy Spirit in us. We have all that we need to model him. Right? What's our excuse? You know, and that's the thing. That's the tough talk, man. That's the that's the deep I, right I, there. I I agree. I mean, I'm I'm I have two people, you know, two two demographics of people that haven't yet come to Christ, and then there's my brothers and sisters who are in Christ, and uh, and the message for the ones that are in Christ already is let's all do let's let's do our best, me included, mm. uh, because we are ambassadors. Yeah, and 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 you know we're far from perfect. I mean, you know, we but we just do our best, and and that's all we can do. Yeah, we just gotta keep doing our best. Right? And you look, and I'll do the rest. You encountered you encountered God also through people who modeled Him. Differently. They did amazing. Do you know what I mean? They were so good. Brother, if they modeled him in a bad way, you'd be like, yeah, the Bible's right. But you just, you would have just put everything that you learned, truth or not truth, you would have just put it in a box of religion. You would have mm. gone back to mm. religion, you know? 
And you would have said, yep, this is what religion says. Yep, the Bible's right, but it's religious. So, yep, not, not for me, you know. Could be something that happened, but, you know. But, yeah, hats off to your mates. It's yeah, so good. I, I feel very grateful. The, uh, you know, you said a good thing, Toby, when, when you mentioned, like, he's a, like a role model. Christ is a role model. Yeah. And when I, because I, I spoke in 13 different countries, I was on stage with all the so-called mentors I wanted to, that I wanted to, uh, every, before I got on stage, when I was younger, I was like, you know, if I could be on stage with this person, if I could meet this person, if I could meet Richard Branson, if I could do this, if I could do that. And there were all these people that I, that I was aspiring and then, and then up on all the you know, majority of the same stages with them and spending time with some of these people and they were inspiring, but I had no one in this world to really be inspired by anymore. Mm. Uh, you know, I, there were fractions I was inspired by. I might meet someone I'm inspired by that domain of their life. I'm inspired by that. If I was lacking. And then, then, then I started to read the scriptures and hear the stories mm. and, you know, and also, also, also kudos to the, to the, to the men and women who, who, who started, um, who started the chosen. Yeah. yeah. They have yeah. so much courage. Yeah, I, I you know because and some people say oh it's blasphemy it's this and I think they're wrong. Yeah. So so I'll I'll put it this way, um, because because what was happening with with Kate and I we would we 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 had these little we, we didn't even literally we were we were in our own little isolated space it was so beautiful and and we said and so she was going through her experience I was going through mine and I, and I sat down in my meditation room and I would say, I'm just going to pray to just Jesus. Show me you're real. Mm. Like if you're real, show me, mm. like prove it to me. Yeah. I wouldn't say it to them now, but prove me you're real. <laughs> you know? and, and then, and then sure. And then, and then she's like, I found this show. It's called the chosen. We should watch it. I'm like, okay, whatever. Right. And you know, we're thinking about Christ. And, then, and so then, then we would get our little, she would get, we didn't even like set up on a TV. We didn't have a TV. <laughs> okay it's not like we and i don't mean because we can't afford one i mean like literally we didn't want a tv mm -hmm. so we had we had our little computer in the bed and we just turn on the chosen and we would watch the little chosen and i watched a lot of the scriptures that i had been reading him him in you know playing it out i was like this man's inspiring yeah i was like i'm inspired by by how he's treating people i'm inspired by how he cares i'm inspired by his directness as well when he needs to be his range the person in the system that generally has the most influence has the most range in their expression and christ's range in being able to express himself was like nothing i'd ever seen and i think the actor in the movie did a wonderful job of expressing and you know the range through the scriptures i mean he's no christ but he sure looked like him <laughs> and i was like oh that was cool and and so so I was inspired by him and the story and that brought somebody I could be inspired by again. And then, then when I realized, you know, that, that he's all around us all the time, I was like, that's pretty cool. That's pretty cool. Advisor at all times. Yeah, yeah. There's yeah. no other mentor you can have that's 24 <laughs> that's hours a day. And, access. He, yeah. <laughs> and he knows everything. I'm like, this is crazy. So and it, that was a gift. It's yeah, so wow. amazing. Um, Jeff, tell us about, you did a lot of retreats, right? As um as a person who helps people, as a coach and yeah. a, a leadership um, entrepreneur, um, 
tell us about some of these things that you did for for people that because where I'm going with this is there's a spiritual element in the new age, right? And um, things happen, you know. We're spiritual beings. There's a spirit realm. Things can happen. And coming at Christ, even thinking, but I experienced this, this, and this, you know, what was kind of like, just take us through what the things that you kind of saw in the spirit realm as a non-Christian happened to people and how that kind of transitioned into Jesus and his and the power of the Holy Spirit that touched you, you know? Sure. So background is obviously, so my background is speaking and doing transformation work in all over the world. Okay. And sometimes, and then I would also go on, I would also take executives, sometimes regular public people as well. We would do retreats into the deep into the jungles of, of Peru and the Andes mountains. We would, I would rent out and, you know, I would go to small islands in Mexico and do work with all kinds of what would be called shamanic medicines for like, like maps is a psychedelic maps is, you know, very well-known psychedelic association for, it's kind of like, I guess you could call it uh, a lot of people in Silicon Valley, which is where I'm from. Uh, where actually I was born in Hawaii, but I, but I spent many years in Silicon Valley with my first my childhood with my father's company. And, uh, and a lot of people are trying to hack the brain using psychedelics mm. and, and, and have a, a, a spiritual experience. And I did have many quote, spiritual experiences, many. And so, and if you want, and, and some people are like, Oh, I've done ayahuasca once or five times or something. No, no, no. Like I, I'm not just somebody who, who, who did a few, some DMT and some ayahuasca once or twice. It, it, it was something that was I was was working with in all and, and these kind of medicines, ayahuasca, wachuma, and all these things, um, in order to find to discover more of who we are. Mm. That was my intent, mm -hmm. and I'd have executives that were trying to hack things and you know mushrooms, everything and everything that was done. We would do it in other countries where it's legal and things like that. And uh, and what I discovered was at the time I I I, I was like, wow, this this is. This is powerful because it was. It was powerful, and it had a pl there was a place for it in my life, and I'm grateful that God was along. God was with me the along the way, and uh, I thought it was. But yet, still, what I noticed was this: was it was circular, and what I mean by that was there was no foundation of right or wrong anymore. Everything started to get gray, mm. and 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 uh and and to be clear where i'm coming from as well is you know we're talking many many retreats we're not just many retreats many 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 people in the jungles we're not talking about one or two times and i started to see the results of this and it started to get circular where the the the, the idea of right or wrong um started to become fluid uh mm. you know there there's 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 only yourself. There's and then and then what was so hard was a lot of it was about worshiping the creation versus the creator. Yeah. So a lot of the med a lot of that work was worshiping the creation itself versus the creator. 
And, and it was like this limiting experience. You know, you can only go so far. Um, and, and I started to see the fruits of many, not all people's lives in there, but like some people, it was, their lives were a mess. It was mm-hmm. like, they stopped, they stopped focusing. They stopped, uh, their, the relationships they, they weren't very good. Um, their commitments, they say one thing, do another. And it was hard. And I was like, this isn't where it's supposed to be. This doesn't make any sense. Doing all this work, we should be getting, we should be being, living a, a better life. <clears throat> and so what I found was that I don't think it's all it's cracked up to be. Mm-hmm. And I had many spiritual experiences, but they weren't in the, um, I would have thought they were good. But in hindsight, Christ is um, a whole different thing. I'm so glad because, because I'm kind of like McDonald's. If you eat McDonald's <laughs> all the time, it's not very good. And then you have real food. Yeah. And, and, and I thought I was getting, you know, the most incredible food, but it was just McDonald's and until I tasted real food. But I was too stubborn to ever to ever grab the other plate. I was like, no, that plate, that plate's wrong. Didn't want to look at that plate. And finally, I looked when I ate off that plate. I was like, oh, this is real food for my soul. There was like a hole in my heart after numerous, numerous ceremonies, numerous things. And, and, and by the way, I want to add in the making money and speaking with thousands of people, like all that. There's still a hole in my heart. Mm. Yep. And the only, the only, the only thing that could fill it was Christ. The only thing that does fill it is Christ. Nothing else. And that's, if I would have heard me say that five years ago, I'd be like, that guy doesn't make any sense. <laughs> so I, I, that was a long version, but does that answer the question? I love it. Yeah, it does. I love how you said McDonald's because, you know, McDonald's might be all right here and there, but you can't live off McDonald's. Yeah, you can't eat all the time. And your body needs nourishment. And, and I love how you, you compared that to the relationship with Jesus spiritually, because he does nourish us. He nourishes our soul and you need nourishment to grow and to be healthy and to live a healthy lifestyle. That's going to impact your life completely holistically. It's only through Jesus because other things will only fill certain areas of your life, but you, you will still have that void and that hole that needs to be fulfilled. Money. He's the only one. Nothing. Nothing relationships, nothing can fill that hole. And I love that, that comparison to McDonald's and a home-cooked meal. I think that describes it perfectly. I've never heard it that way. Here's the bread of life. Yeah, that's right. So, yeah, thank you. Spiritual that's food. I was like, I know there's a metaphor in there. I've read it in the yeah, scripture. the bread of life. Bread of life. He yeah. is. And, and I want to share with people who, who are not yet in Christ uh, or have, and that maybe are, have worked with some of the 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 plants and things like that. And I'm great. There, there was a time and a place and I'm grateful for the experience. I wouldn't take it back. I am so grateful God was there the whole time. Mm. And, and that, I, that there just came a day where I was like, I'm done. No more. Because, and, and so it, there's nothing wrong. There, there, there was a time for it, but then I can't believe it's just done. Mm. I, I don't know. It's, it, it just stopped. I was like, yeah, I'm done. Okay. Moving on, you know, I was like, like Mary says, I was one way and now I'm another. Mm-hmm. It's all that happened. And I, and so 
for for people that 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 love that work, there's a plate there that, that okay, got it. And 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 it's a bit McDonald's. It's McDonald's. But but you gotta taste the other stuff yourself. But man, it's scary to go to turn that off. To be I'm complete. That is scary. But once you taste a home cooked meal, the bread of life, it's easy to set down. All of it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I'm not saying addiction. Well, it does, you know, he's cured addiction too, but I'm just saying that like the 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 seeking, the continuous seeking, trying to find the truth. It's exhausting. And when you find it, when 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 you find it, and he, well, actually when he finds you, uh, it's over. Yeah. It's like, oh, yeah. you can rest. Yeah. I mean, I've heard from many people who are on a seeking journey and seeking is a great place to be because the scripture says to ask, knock, seek. And, you know, if you are seeking for Jesus, he will reveal himself to you. But when you're seeking in the wrong places and you're trying to go up this ladder of self-enlightenment and it, everyone I speak to who goes down that journey, they really struggle. It's this work-based, I need to be doing this and I need to be doing more of this. And it's almost um, detrimental to their soul because they are working towards something that they can't attain because they're looking in the wrong place. It's is looking for the right things in all the right places. And to my to the people listening to this who who have who have who have who you wouldn't be listening to this if there's a reason you're listening to this. So yep. the people that are listening to this, you're looking for all the you're looking for the right things in the wrong places. And and for me, the pivotal moment was I was like, I only want to talk to Jesus. Me and Jesus. Show me you're real. I'm seeking you. If you're real, reveal yourself. And it wasn't like, oh, it didn't just go like that. <laughs> but over about three weeks, all these little miracles started happening. Mm. And I was like, this is real. He's real. And then the and then I then I wasn't supposed to disassociate myself out of my to become disassociated in my meditative state in order to find it. I I kept my logic. Yep. Yeah. I was able to use logic to 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 verify it. He is real. Thousands of miracles have happened. This has happened. Like to build a case of logic in my head and and by able to maintain my logic and feel my heart versus disassociate from my logic or have an altered state, uh, that was freeing for me because I'm like I like my mind. I'm okay with being in my to having a mind and using this these talents. Mm-hmm. These the, these are God's gifts. Let's have a mind. Let's use logic. Let's discern. Put it to the test. And I put it to the test, and he passed. Mm. <laughs> he does because he's good like that you know but this is an amazing story of someone that was in the new age space doing um rituals and retreats and seeing um a spirit realm and having encounters and then giving his life to jesus the the thing is you had to give all that away there's no more retreats in that sense you know and all that income, all those high execs, all those high performers, you know, that were calling you out to do that, you know, that's that's all gone. But yeah, Christ is good. He's blessing you in other ways, which is amazing. And um, can, I, re- can I just add the blessing that. in other ways is in abundance. Absolutely. Because you step into sonship, you step into your identity of who you mm. are in Jesus. And when you realize that you're – a son and a daughter of the Most High King, you realize that there is an abundance there for you to inherit. Yeah. So although it might look like um, 
a loss in some areas, I do believe that the Lord does bless abundantly. Oh, I mean, you know. Absolutely. Yeah, you'd be looking for the, the peace that you have that surpasses any human understanding, you know. You know, the joy that you get, the time that you spend with the creator of, of heaven and earth and everything, you know, that's 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 amazing. Can I, can I share about, Go for can it. I share about that, actually, that peace beyond understanding? Because that used to just be a scripture to me. You know, that, that's in the scriptures, right? Mm. It's not, I don't know exactly said that way. I think it is. But I was like, you know, I have, I remember I took these executives to, to Mexico and we worked with what's called the, the Sonora Desert Toad. And it's the most psychedelic compound on the planet. And it's in, and, and, uh, and we were on this island. And, uh, and sorry, we, we just to interrupt. These are toads that you're talking about, yeah, like frogs yeah. so that you, you lick. No, you don't lick. No, that's a different, that's a different thing. Okay. No, the <laughs> toad is, is, is basically it's 5-MeO DMT. Okay. Okay. And what that is, is, is it's found on the, it's, it's like a, they take the toads and they don't kill them, but they take the compound of the toad and it's, um, then the compound, the, I think they squeeze the glands or something, and off comes five on me. Oh, this the toads, the toads spend most of their life underground in the dark, and they release DMT, and so then it's it, then it's it's dried and then smoked. Okay. Okay, and it's done in in many it's done in a lot of cultures, but it is literally quote the considered the god molecule. Mm. Okay, and. And so we, which, you know, and executives have worked with this stuff. You know, this is a very, this is a thing that's, that's being done. And there's synthetic, there's synthetic version and then there's organic. And the organic one's from the Snore Desert Toad. And it, one of these executives, because we wanted, we wanted to go through this and we worked with a person that was very experienced in this. And, and we wanted to test our, and measure our brain waves. And so we would go through that experience and it's supposed to be the most, and to tell you, like you know, it is supposedly peace beyond major, like peace beyond understanding. You know, like absolutely the most euphoric, like like there's really a crack when you when you go through it. It's like a crack in reality, and time disappears. Everything just beyond anything. I can't even. There's no explanation for it. And and uh, and ha- and then and then we measured our EKGs and we saw our, our our left and right hemisphere balanced and everything else. After it was like we were in our science experiment, we were trying to measure things and uh, to see that if it increases performance and brain comprehension. And I can tell you this: so having experienced that, which is supposed to be the most psychedelic compound to find the God quote God molecule, and seeing others do it as well. Then there's the Holy Spirit. Doesn't compare, that's, does it? That's the little, that's the big G. Mm. That is the big G. Yeah. <laughs> and the other one's a little G. And for, and I, but, but if you've never experienced the big G, maybe you've, maybe the people listening have experienced religion. I'm not, I'm not talking about that. I'm talking big G. Yeah. And it's, and you know what? It's not a boom experience, a blow your face off, psychedelic experience, lights, cameras, action, pass, whatever they, they, you know, I see this, I see that, I see different realms. It's not like that. It's, it's the experience of the Holy Spirit is, is being surrounded by, there's no, there's no words. Uh, 
if I were to put something on it, it's 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 gentle. Yeah. Mm. It's a pure holy it's love, gentle. isn't it? It's gentle. It's it's feathers. It's gentle. It's it's subtle. And 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 you know what? It's subtle and it's a thousand times stronger. Yeah. A, a million times stronger. Mm. But it's subtle. Where all those other experiences were very spiritual. But that's the problem. They were so spiritual. Mm. But the Holy Spirit is so subtle and so gentle and yet can move mountains. Mm -hmm. I love that. His voice can be like a whisper and his presence can be so subtle, but his presence can be so powerful at the same time. Yeah. And, and I'm speaking from, I'm so grateful that God let me have all these experiences because I don't have a shadow of a doubt anymore. Wow. Because if I hadn't had them, I might be wondering. It's kind of like, I'd be wondering, you know, what's it like to travel the world and speak on stage? It's like, I've done it. Great. Is, is, it, is it great? Yeah. But I, I don't wonder anymore. Mm. I don't wonder if I'm missing anything anymore. And so I, the reason I'm here is I don't really want to do this. I don't, I don't want to write the book I, I'm giving away. It's called Dare to Believe. And it's for every, anyone who wants to read it. It's free. You can go to daretobelieve.org. I didn't want to write that book. I don't, I don't want to even like, I mean, I love you guys are amazing. I mm -hmm. love being here, but this is not something Jeff wants to do. Yeah. <laughs> this is something I've got to do. It's a calling. It's something That's God right. wants to do. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. We are vessels of God and God works through us. And the reason we're here is to give God glory and, and save souls you know, and work through and so people can encounter Christ through us and the Holy Spirit, you know, or else God would just take us to heaven. It's a much better place than here, you know. And that's why we're here, man, you know. We're you know, here. I, it's not about us. It's about him and it's about. It's unfortunate yeah. that so many people, this is, they want to have heaven on earth mm -hmm. and they want, they, what I mean by that is, they want to make their earth, like earth is their idea of heaven. If they can have a really good life here. And that's, this is, and, and whereas heaven is beyond comprehension. Mm. And if this is all, if, if, if I'll make sure we should all make great lives here, but I want this to be like the equivalent for, for we make our lives as great as we can, but this should be nothing compared to what's coming. Yeah. And for many people on this planet, this will be their heaven. Yeah. Tell us a little bit more that's about why I'm here. That's so good. Tell us a little bit more about your book. Oh, uh, that dare to believe new age yeah, to new to Testament. Yeah. Yeah. Dare to believe. I wrote the book because I didn't want to write the book. Mm. That's why I wrote the book. Cause there's a yeah. miracle behind this book as well. Yeah. What, what happened was this. I said, I called, actually called Joel, who I just love. I said, Joel, I'm supposed to write this book. I got it. I got it. I got it. You know, I got to write this book, but I don't want to write it. I said, I don't even know if people are going to read it. And I don't really, like, I don't want people to, to, you know, like, I don't, I don't want people to hate me for writing this book. I don't want to, I, I don't want people to think I'm judging him. I just, I, I just want to write, the, I just have to write this book. 
And he says, and I said, uh, and he said, just write, write it for one person. Mm-hmm. And then, and so what happened was, so I have a writer I write with who she's incredible. Her name's Susan. And, um, what a, she's just, such, a, such a kind woman that's worked with me for years and she helped me write my other books and she's in the new age it was and and i said to her i said look i i hadn't really told her i was christian and i said but well, we got to write a new book susan i said um and, and joe i said and then i said to her i said uh so we're gonna write the book together and i said but i i want you to know that i really care about you and you don't ever have to become christian after you we write this book, whatever you want to do is fine. I just need to write the book. Can you mm-hmm. help me write the book? Because she's a great. She's she helps me talk and she writes right. And uh, and then, and then I said I said Joel I, I said it's weird because I have someone who's in the new age is going to help me write the book. And he goes, I said I said he goes it's great. He goes, maybe you're just writing it just for one person. I said I can do that. I can write it for just one person. That's her. I can do that. And then and then I got on the phone with her and it was really awkward. Even me talking about this is awkward. And then she goes, I go, Susan, I said, I don't even know where to begin with this book. And then she said, she says, well, why are you writing the book, Jeff? I said, okay, okay. Don't put this in writing the book. I said, but the reason I'm writing the book is because I talked to Joel and he said, just write it for, just write it because it may, maybe, maybe Susan will find Christ. Mm. And I said, I said, so Susan, I'm writing this book because I care about you. I said, I said, because I care about you and I want you to find Christ. That's it. That's why I'm writing the book. And if you don't, that's okay. <laughs> but that's why, because I, because you are a very special person in my life. And I hope, and, 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 you know, when you find something wonderful, you want the people you care about to also have that experience. Absolutely. And I just wanted her to have, you know, to to not eat any McDonald's anymore. Mm-hmm. I just wanted her to have the bread of life. Have that. And I said, mm-hmm. Yeah, exactly. So I was like, I'm gonna write the book, Susan. And I said, She goes, Why are you writing it? I said, Because I care about you. And she says, Really? I said, Yeah. I said, that's the only reason right. She goes, Okay, tell me more. And she went through it. And then she started writing the book. And as she talked, she she would be woken up at night with all these all these facts and information to go research. And literally she just started like it was getting written for her. She goes, Jeff, I just can't stop writing. Wow. She goes, I just woke up. I, I'd, I'd write a chapter with her. And then she goes, Jeff, I, I already restructured it. And I think I'm, I just added this section to it. Let's review this. I'm like, what do you mean? Like literally it was, it wrote, it wrote itself. Wow. And she had this whole experience of the book writing itself. And then through that book, she came to Christ. Hallelujah. Wow. <laughs> Praise God. And that's the and- Holy Spirit, isn't it? You know, 100%. It was a miracle. That's the Holy Spirit who wrote the Bible. Wrote that book. Yeah. yeah. That same Holy Spirit. Yeah. Yeah. You can put your yeah. name, you can put your name on it, Jeff, you know, but ultimately the Holy Spirit wrote it, you know, and that's the same. That's a, the, the book of, 100%. you know, James, uh, the book, the Matthew, you know, uh, Micah, um, their names Job, on it, but the Holy yeah, Spirit na- wrote they, it. Yeah. Their yeah. names. But the Holy yeah. Spirit wrote it, man, and that's yeah, that's what's happened yeah. here, brother. Yeah, I'm I'm grateful for that, and it's no Bible, but man, it can make a difference. And uh, and so for the people that want to read it, it's totally free. Um, please go go grab it if you're sitting. If you're just like, hey, I want to know he's real. 
I, I went through the same uh, experience myself. I just like, what? Because what are the things that I would want to know that I would needed to know in order to know he, to know he's real and to 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 get me to the conclusion of my logic? And yeah. I just re, re, wrote it all. Wow. That's free for everybody who's interested in getting a copy? Yeah, yeah, they just go to the website. Yeah. Now, we'll I put the link I down tried, below. We'll put the link in the comments. Yeah, yeah, I I who it's for if if you are a Christian, read the book because um what's happening is a lot of Christians are reading the book and uh they're getting value of it because they can they can they can comprehend the new age a bit more. Mm. And support their, a lot of their friends that are in the new age as well. Yeah, and and then for people who are in the new age, just you know, they they, they maybe you're just kind of curious about finding the truth. You're mm. curious about the truth and see this expiration and and see if it stacks up for you. And and then you know, in your own time, pray to Jesus and see what happens. Yeah, test see, it. Yeah. Go for it. Yeah, I can relate with you on this because I was I I never done any rituals like that, but I did I did go to like places and buy stones and meditate with them and put them on my third eye and try and manifest all this stuff. And what I found, like even the people that you hang around that are into the same thing, they're all single. Or if they are with someone, they're just, they're really just like unhappy inside, you know, and they're chasing this. And some of these people are chasing like their twin flame, you know, they call this twin flame who doesn't want to be with them that they, they they live in this universe, but they've they've been reincarnated forty five times, and in the last forty five uh, times that they lived, they just keep finding each other and disappearing, and it's just you know, and they're just they're broken, and they they keep going to tarot readers, they keep going to all these places trying to get a word. I have a word for you guys if you're listening to this. The word is this: you want a word about your life. You want a word about your purpose. You want a word about um, what to do. You have the creator at hand ready to speak to you. Hey, I don't know what to do. I'm just going to go get my tarot cards read and they can tell me my future. No, ask God. He will tell you your future. He will tell you what to do next. He will tell you which partner to marry. He will tell you um, what business to open. He will tell you where to work and whatever he tells you will be fruitful, will be peaceful, and will be in abundance of what you can ever imagine. God is good. He's better than that psychic that you think um, can help you. And that's, that's the truth, man. Like, I was there. I was going to psychics, and they would tell me all this stuff, you know. Some had happened. Some wouldn't happen, you know. But ultimately, I was searching. I wanted to know what's next in my life. Just ask God, man. He'll tell you. Yeah. You know, Toby, I I agree one hundred and percent. And having been there, thinking and and having thrown away Christ with religion at the time, mm. it's so hard to hear those words. Mm. And I, you know, it's like, yeah, yeah, but yeah, but you don't know, and the skepticism comes up. And so, for the people listening, Toby's right, and I totally understand how hard it is to take that leap of faith. Mm. Um, and and to to let those go, because uh, because our identities get wrapped up into it, and uh, and it, and it becomes a part of who we quote are, and uh, and so yet the same way you know I wanted to 
like I would be willing to have butterfly moments and have courage to do, you know, to 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 go deep in the jungles and do the to do this or do that, whatever that was. It takes courage, a dare, to open the scriptures and to test Jesus. <laughs> so so part of what drove me to that was was I want to find out a better version of myself. I want to see what I'm made of. I want to test my limits. Mm. And so if you want to test your limits, then go test Christ. Come on. And and so for myself, it was it was it was like it's I want to I want to test where I'm most afraid. Well, I don't want to look there. I don't want to go in the forest there. So if I want to find out what I'm made of, I'm gonna go where I'm where I'm most terrified. Mm-hmm. It's easy. Staying in that world is easy. What was more terrifying was opening that door where it's darkest, which is where I didn't want to go. What was more terrifying was would have been what was scary was writing a book about this. What was scary is showing up here, putting ourselves out there, and facing what needs to be faced. What's scary is doing God's work. Mm. Yeah, it's true. Doing God's work is scary. Absolutely. But it's in that discomfort that the Lord does grow us, isn't it? We yeah. can't grow in a comfortable environment. It's in discomfort that we grow. And become comfortable being uncomfortable. Yes, I love that. And that that's that's the stretch that always happens with, with God. It's always I'm always finding myself learning. I'm uncomfortable, but I'm learning to become comfortable being uncomfortable. And uh, and I have made so many mistakes, and I've been and this world, this society. Seems to be like you can't. I'm I'm good on time, by the way. Um, in society, society has this thing where you can't change. What kind of world are we living in where no one can change their ideas? Like, can't we in a society gather more information and then realize that we were wrong about certain yeah. things and move mm-hmm. on? Because yeah. I was wrong about a lot. But I think this world does a really good job. I'm saying it's a joke of making sure people can never can never uh, learn something new and change their ways. Mm. It's yeah. it's and that so, pride and reputation that we try and keep together. Yeah. Yep. We, we live in a society where it's not okay to change or to have a new perspective. Yeah. And and that that holds us all back and and so but you know what 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 gave me courage was JP Sears when he became Christian. I used to watch J.P. Sears, the ultra spiritual guy, um, and he had all these little funny things. Go, people would look him up, and he became Christian. Mm-hmm. And I was like, "That guy can do it, so can I." And then, uh, and then some other. Then I started seeing some other thought leaders becoming Christian, and I was like, "Wait a minute! Wait a minute! Wait a minute. Uh, Joel, same thing. You know, mm-hmm. you guys, and you, we're putting ourselves out there. I said more of us can do that. Yeah. So if, if they're going to do it, so can I. Mm. Amen. And if you were to tell the listeners that were in your situation, if you if you were to give them one piece of advice, they're seeking, they know about religion, they haven't experienced Jesus per se, relationship, they're scared to open up that Bible, but they're curious. What would be the one piece of advice that you would give that listener? Test him. But really actually do it. Put yourself in it. Go pray to just him, only Jesus, Yahweh. Just literally you and him. Mm-hmm. That's it. That's what I did. Meditation, uh, my own quiet room, just me and him. And, and uh, I said, please show me that you're real. I'm so tired. 
Show me you're real. If you're real, reveal yourself. I know enough to know this is, that that it's worth praying to you, but I really want to know if you're real and 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 I, I, I I'm here if you're there. And uh, and show me you rose from the cross. And I don't want nothing to do with religion. I just want to be in Christ. So show me. Well, I pray to you and only you. Oh, I pray to you and only you, and that's it. And uh, and then watch what happens. A person shows up, a Bible shows up, a situation, a conversation shows up, uh, this shows up, and that shows up, and these little miracles, and suddenly all the evidence you need in your own unique way, because we all need evidence presented in a different fashion. Mm-hmm. Some people, this podcast is the evidence. Yeah. And if you're triggered by this, might be more evidence. So that's what I would say. That's so good. Jeff, it's been a blast having you on, man. Um, I'm blessed by your testimony. Um, I love the transition um, and every everything wise that you've had to say. Um, I want to give you a little plug. So, um, if you're, we're going to have go and go and read um, Jeff's book. It's inspiring. It's amazing. The Holy Spirit wrote it. Um, people have got saved through it. We'll have all the all the details in the description to click the link. Um, if you want to work with Jeff, he's an amazing, amazing inspirational coach. Um, he's him and his wife do amazing things um, with um, AI. So if you want to work with them, we'll have some details um, in the in the in the description also. But brother, I love you. Thank you so much for um, just giving your time to jump on. Mm, thank you, Jeff. You know, I'm sure this would bless a lot of people and it's going to keep blessing people and just keep chasing him. One thing that I want to say, what really captured me about you was when we when we were learning to be life coaches with Joel Brown, um you said, well, one thing you quoted, you said, well, is God asking you to or are you wanting to? And I just thought this guy just wants to follow whatever the father says, his will the will of the father. And I just, I loved that about you. And I just thought, yeah. And then God did the rest. He brought us together. Um, and yeah, let's, let's save souls, brother. That's what it's about and bring glory to his name. Thank you. And, and we all just, I just keep praying. I'm doing his will (laughs) and always, you know, always doing his will. And and I mess up all the time. And, uh, but I know that, that people are here for a reason and somebody listening to this, you know, they, this this could be it. I just even just one person. Mm. And for the book, they can just download it. It's free if they want to get the copy on Amazon. Because some people are like, you need a physical copy. I'm like, fine, but I couldn't do it for free on Amazon because Amazon makes you charge. Uh, but if they want the download, they can get it for free. And if they want the book, the physical book, they can get it on there too. Amazon wouldn't let me. I tried. <laughs> <laughs> so go have fun. Go have fun. Get the book. I bless you. Thanks, Jeff. Well, thanks, guys, for tuning in. Thank you so much for uh, watching us. And if you're listening on the podcast, thank you. Click, like, subscribe, share it to your friends, family. We want to see you back here. If you like this content, there's ways to support us down below. But that's it from us um, on what God has done. And we'll see you next time.
Thank you for listening to our podcast. That's it for today. If you like our content, please click like and subscribe. And we'll see you next time. Bye for now.